Get ready to throw perfection out the window because you're tuned in to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Penhorwood, and I'm a marketing coach and the founder of Harper Collective, where I help business owners master their PR and simplify their marketing. Each week, we'll be unlocking valuable tips to up-level your business and sharing honest conversations with entrepreneurs to uncover their stories and wisdom to inspire you to take action. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I am so excited to share with you that I'm hosting a free masterclass tomorrow. If you're tuning in the day that this episode goes live, but if you're not, don't stress. There will be a replay that you can join in on anytime you like. It is the marketing level up for interior designers, and I'm sharing everything you need to know to set your design business up for success for the next five months of this year. So if you'd love to join in, head to the show notes, enter your details there, and I will send you everything you need. Now, for today's episode, I was sitting with this topic and thinking, what do I want to talk about specifically for interior designers? And when I think about the eight years that I've worked with designers, creatives, stylists, decorators, building an online presence is something that really stands out. And the reason why is that I believe as creatives, we're really good at our craft. You know, as an interior designer, someone could give you their vision and you already know in your mind the exact supplies they need to go to, where they're located, how the whole job needs to come together. But when it comes to your marketing, maybe it's something that just isn't really your zone of genius. And sometimes as business owners, we also have our own fears that can hold us back, like maybe showing up on camera or talking at a live event, and we limit the growth of our business. So today I wanted to give you four key things that you can focus on to start to build your online presence as an interior designer. And these are things that you can put into action from this week to start to feel more confident with it. And as you gain that confidence, you might be surprised what things you might go and put yourself forward for. So the first thing is your personal brand. Now I can already feel some of you going, oh, This is the one that I'm not that comfortable with and I totally understand. I had a coaching call, I think just last week, and my client said to me, I think I'm ready to start showing up on camera. And I said, yes, this is so exciting. This is exactly what you need to be doing. And she said, well, you do it so well. And I laughed. And I said, behind that take that you see on Instagram is about 10 takes that just totally flopped. And I think that's really important for you to know. If this is something that you're just trying out, know that everyone else that you're looking at and maybe comparing yourself to on social media, they've probably done a couple of takes as well. And they've probably been really frustrated and gone, I'm just going to put this one out there and that's going to be it. So the reason why we need to focus on your personal brand is that you can't be invisible especially in the interior design space. If people are wanting to feel comfortable with bringing you into their home or their commercial project, they need to feel like they know you. They need to build a bit of trust with you. And if you're invisible online, that's going to be really difficult for them. 
So we want to start to build that personal brand so that they can build that know, like, and trust factor with you. And you'll be surprised how long people might watch you for before they say, yep, I'm ready to go. This is exactly what I need. So we want to be creating a personal brand that positions you as the go-to in your niche. And the way to do this is to be really clear on what makes you different. So what is your unique style that you bring to jobs? Do you do something that's, you know, a little bit unique in your industry? Maybe you bring together new designer pieces with upholstered furniture pieces, and you also bring in some really beautiful vintage pieces that you've collected from places you visited around the world. What is your unique special source that you bring to your jobs that other designers don't? Get really clear on that. And even that could be something that you might want to journal on this week and really delve into it and even ask other people. Ask people in your team, ask clients that you're working with, maybe even your friends and say, what do you think that I do differently? And the last thing is to be you with all your quirks. Now, this is one that a lot of people often don't do, but you'd be surprised by showing up with your quirks, maybe those little imperfections. This is going to supercharge that connection with your ideal clients because they will resonate with things that maybe make you not that perfect vision that they see in magazines or on TV, and it makes you relatable. So have a think about those things when it comes to building your personal brand. You don't want to be invisible. You want to become the go-to in your niche and you want to be you with all your quirks. The next one is your brand message. What do you do differently that you stand out for? So this ties in a little bit with your personal brand, but we want to really hone in on what is your brand message? It's a competitive industry. We know that. But I believe that every single designer, stylist, and decorator brings something unique to their job. So what is it that you bring that is unique? This could be your approach to design. You might have a really relaxed approach to the whole process, but you're also really streamlined and really organized and you make your clients feel confident in knowing what the next step is going to be. So have a think about what makes you stand out and what do you want to be known for? What do you want when someone is at a dinner party and someone says, I really need help with this renovation project that I've got going on. I'm feeling super overwhelmed by it. I just feel like I'm not making the right decisions and it's starting to cost me money. What do you want to be known for that another person at that dinner party says, I know exactly who you need to talk to? That could be another thing that you start to journal on this week as well. And the last element of that is aligning your content to your message. So once you're clear on your brand message, this is going to help you so much with knowing what content you need to be creating. So when you know what you want to be known for, you know what you want to put out there into the world. The next one is your content. This is one that we can become a bit of a bottleneck in our own businesses with, even me as well. You know, I create content for a lot of clients. I'm trying to count in my mind right now. I'd say probably about eight clients at the moment I create content for. And when I'm creating for them, 
It's easy. It comes so naturally. I know what makes them unique. I know what their customers want to see. I know how to package it all together to make it really exciting and to sell their products. When it comes to my own business, I can really get stuck in my own way because I think maybe I'm a little bit too close to it. So if you're like this, I totally understand you are so not alone, but I'm going to share some things that will hopefully help you with your own content. The first part of your content that you want to have a look at is the transformation. What's the promise that you're giving your client? What is that transformation that they can receive only when they work with you? So the way to start sharing this is share more behind the scenes. If you're going and sourcing finishes for a project, make sure you are filming little clips at every supplier that you go to and put it together into a reel and share, you know, maybe your unique take on or your approach on how you source your finishes for projects. The next one is show your projects at all stages you'll be surprised by how much engagement a project that is literally demolished and looking like rubble will get on social media. It blows my mind every single time. People want to be brought along for the journey. They want to feel like they are part of something. So make sure that you're including your audience in that entire journey from the start of a project, maybe pulling together the mood board, through to putting the finishing touches and that beautiful bunch of flowers into the project ready for completion. The next one is storytelling. So make sure that you are telling the story behind your projects. Was there something that your client wanted that was really special and unique? Maybe they loved the color orange and that was something that was a little bit out of your comfort zone, but you found this beautiful fabric and you were able to reupholster one of their old sofas in this beautiful orange fabric. And it's now this centerpiece for their lounge room and something that is really special to them. So What is the story that you can tell through your content to really hook people and get them engaged rather than just a pretty picture with a caption that sort of says, you know, the beautiful living room at our X project. So start to dig a bit deeper, bring people into that journey, tell them the story behind these projects. What makes these spaces so special that you have put your stamp on? The next one is your perspective. People need this. What is your perspective? Do you not like beige as a color palette? Do you never paint a room white? Or do you have a perspective on what white paint colors you will never use? Really start to share these perspectives. This is what keeps people interested. They want to know how you tick and how you think, and they're going to start to build that trust with you when they get to hear what your perspective is in order for you to achieve that incredible vision for your design projects. The next one is have a mix of content. So don't just use posts. Make sure that you've got videos that you're using for your reels. You've got your posts. You've also got on-brand, unpolished, in-the-moment content. So a great example of this is if you go and have a look at, I think it's Studio McGee. I'm trying to remember because she's also got the 
homewares brand as well. But if you go and check out Studio McGee, you'll notice that she is doing this so well at the moment. So they've got their really polished, beautiful images, but then they've really got those in the moment, behind the scenes snaps that are still super on brand. You're still looking at her outfit going, what is she wearing? I like those sunnies. But they've got a real mix there. And I think this is for a reason. It's because people don't just want to see this perfect image. They want to see how you live your brand. How do you live that aesthetic that you've created behind the scenes? What cafes do you go to? What do you wear? What events are you going to? Where are you traveling to? They want to see all these things. So there's a really good way that you can start to mix that in so that you're ticking off all of those different content touch points with your audience. And the last one is to expand your focus. Now, we can sometimes get really fixated on Instagram and I can understand why it's a visual platform. It performs really well for a lot of businesses. But if you want to really accelerate your growth on Instagram, expand your focus. Start to have a look at Facebook groups that you could introduce yourself on and link your Instagram page. Could you have a look at any local press that maybe you could answer a design question that maybe they're talking about. You could share one of your projects with them, have a look at podcasts that you could be interviewed on to start to expand your reach there and have a look at local events that you can start to go to. Could you challenge yourself to go to one event per month and start to expand your network and introduce yourself? And you'll be surprised how much this will start to build your online presence because People naturally, like I said, they want to check you out. They want to have a look at your website and your social media, and they want to follow you and see what you're doing behind the scenes. So it all comes together in the end, but it's really good for us to just have that open mind in order to achieve the best results for our business. So I hope this helped you so much today and make sure that you head to the show notes and enter your details so that you can join the Marketing Level Up for Interior Designers Masterclass. I would love to have you there and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love if you could leave a review or share a screenshot to Instagram and tag at Honestly Imperfect Podcast so that I can pop on over and say hello. I can't wait to connect with you again soon.